Dropbit Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Dropbit Gaming Podcast! Yeah, I'm trying just tiny little tweaks here and there. I feel like you could just say, hey, it's another episode yeah, of the Dropbit Gaming Podcast. I probably could, but it's it's our thing now. It's what we're known for by the, all the millions. <laughs> That's the thing we're known for. Yeah. Could yeah. be worse. <laughs> There's a lot of things I've done, I've done in my life that exactly. I could be known for. Yeah. And probably be, should be. Could be far worse. <laughs> How many watch lists are you on? <laughs> Just one where you introduce podcasts going in a high-pitched voice. Damn it. And that's primary the, school. That's the one I didn't want to be on. <laughs> no, the primary school one I did. You did do it or you didn't? No, no. I just oh, wanted you wanted to be on, to be on that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hate being around kids. <laughs> exactly. I wanted it to what be. fucking great I, excuse. I only did that so that I could be, but not have to deal with <laughs> that right. shit anymore. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. I don't know if that's going to hold up in court. <laughs> the judge is like, I know what you mean. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> Band. <laughs> this is episode 181. We're off to a flying start, yeah. obviously. So, hope you enjoy our shit talk. Um, <laughs> wow. We've basically been playing one game that we talked about playing last week, but didn't review. So, we're going to actually talk, episode, yeah. talk about that one. Um, which is Outriders. Yep. And yeah, we'll touch on that in a bit. But we've got some quick news to go through. Uh, there's been some numbers released from PlayStation, not Xbox, because they're fucking tight-lipped. But, you know, that's the yeah. way they are. Xbox, when they were getting creamed with the Xbox One, just went, we're not going to put out sales numbers anymore. It's too embarrassing. Mm. And so now they've just maintained that, which I think... Like, it's their prerogative to do that, but it's kind of like yeah. out of interest. Just fucking tell us the numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why withhold that shit? They're obviously going well. Because no, both, be. both next-gen consoles are consistently sold out. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. And so... And more Xbox seem to be arriving in Australia. Yeah. Than PlayStation. Well, there was a release last week of PS5s mm-hmm. here. Yeah. But they were gone, like, straight away. But yeah. every time there's a release, they're gone straight away. It's the bots. Yeah. But um, they reckon uh, NPD came out and said that PS5 is now officially, in the first five months, the fastest selling console of all time in the US in both dollar sales and number of units sold. Wow, because it's not the most expensive on release. So that's interesting. But it's making buckloads of cash. Yeah. But... It'd be interesting to see what those numbers would be like if they hadn't had the chip shortages and the other supply issues. Like True. if they'd have been mm. pumping out, because we saw it as soon as the pre-orders went up and went down straight yeah. away, yeah. we knew there was going to be numbers. Yeah, here. that's right. Yeah. But um, can you imagine well, if they were able to hold up the mm. number of oh, consoles to sell? Massive. Yeah, could you imagine? It'd be insane. Yeah. I've been seeing a few things recently about new cryptocurrencies and the the shortage that is happening in um in graphics chips yeah because of them yeah because people are using their graphics cards to mine so much yeah exactly there's multiple you know cryptos that are out there now that you can mine for yeah and yeah they're 
like massive shortages across yeah. the market. So I wonder if that's having a bit of an impact as well. Yeah, people are like triple and quadruple stacking GPUs in their systems. Yeah. And yeah. just, they reckon Bitcoin uses more energy than like fucking Argentina or yeah. something or yeah. like some ridiculous amount. It's like a more than an, the worldwide usage of power just to run the Bitcoin system yeah. in terms of all the transactional fucking... Because the whole way it works is like algorithms and transactions yeah. and all that kind of shit. It's yeah. fucking confusing. Mm. But it uses more power than like a country, yeah, which is insane. That is pretty amazing. In yeah. a time of like climate change and mm. green footprints and all that kind exactly. of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like to, to have this thing that's just blowing up and people are getting behind it, like mm. Elon Musk and Tesla... Which is insane for because Tesla's whole thing is electric cars yeah, better for, for the, the environment, yeah. and then they invest in like the worst thing for the environment, <laughs> apart from fossil fuels and vegans. But who's fucking making the power? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's That's interesting. But yeah, um, Xbox aren't releasing any numbers, so mm. I would assume that PS Five and Xbox are pretty close. Since they're both consistently yeah. sold out. There's I guess it depends on who has been able to manufacture more. Yeah. You know, which Really, that is what it comes down to. Yeah. Because I've, I've seen multiple instances of, of Xboxes being released. Yeah. I obviously, I have no idea of the numbers in regards, but yeah. you know, you're constantly seeing either on Facebook or on websites and stuff, you know, there's going to be this fucking good guys down the road has apparently just got 30 Xboxes. Yeah. And of course, they're sold out within minutes. Yeah, since you've already gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but I've only seen PlayStation like last week. Yeah. Um, there was the release, you know, December and November or whatever, like yeah. launch, and then there was another release just afterwards. I think they've been focusing on the American market, though, yeah. with the PlayStation, yeah, rather than here, so mm. we're getting a bit stitched up. So you can't even tell by that, because maybe Xbox are just like, no, nah, we'll give Australia some, because yeah, fuck it. Couple. Yeah, yeah, throw them a bone. Yeah. But you would think if Xbox was higher in sales, they'd be talking about it. Yeah, well, that's what I was because thinking, yeah. it's like a cat and mouse, yeah. fucking little, taking swipes at each that's other right. thing. And it's funny, yes, you're right. They were getting their ass kicked, so that's why they weren't releasing anything. Yeah, because it, it's completely fucking embarrassing. Yeah, so it will be funny if they all of a sudden go, hey, you know, we've outsold them by a million now. Look, yeah. look at our numbers. And it's like, are you fucking serious? You yeah. Know, like, you're that petty that you pulled it for so long yeah. because you were embarrassed and yeah. now you're winning by a, a margin regardless of the margin and it's like oh look you know we're the better one exactly uh, it's a pissing competition all yeah. of a sudden again you know? I feel like um, Xbox's demeanour with shit like that is that they try to play like the we're above that kind of shit yeah. thing yeah when, Until when it winning. suits when it suits their purposes <laughs> That's right yeah which comes across as really insincere to me because yeah, I'm cynical sure. as fuck. But yeah, maybe yeah. they're honestly like, no, we want to be friends with everyone. We want to fucking work across platforms and stuff. I don't believe that stuff. for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> right? From anyone. Because we yeah. have all of the history Even of video games. Thornburg, like, get fucked, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> you can't be friends with everyone, seriously. But, like, you look back all the way back to Sega and Nintendo. That was a totally manufactured fucking yeah. war against each That's other. Because right. Sega were just like, let's go at them. Yeah. And fucking smear campaign them. Yeah, exactly. So the console war concept has been around forever. So mm. we're all like yeah, well trained to be mates. fucking super cynical about like, oh no, let's work together and shit like that. Yeah. Every time it's like, 
Nintendo, Xbox, and Sony all agree on this path of action and we should all work together. Mm. And then the next minute, like some like swipe happens, <laughs> you know, someone attacks someone for something. It's like, yeah. fuck, you yeah. know, I'll buy Bethesda for 7.5 billion. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if that'll be exclusive or not. The rest of us fucking know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. We know. It's pretty funny, isn't it? dickheads. <laughs> and they're like, no, we, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to get involved in numbers and comparisons because we're getting know. beaten. <laughs> We don't think that's in the spirit of video gaming. <laughs> it's like numbers are literally the spirit of video gaming. Exactly. Who's got the highest score? That's right. And yours is shit. And that's why they have leaderboards. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> have they not seen this? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So for December, 10th to the 31st, 400,000 copies of Cyberpunk in Australia were sold. Yeah. Yeah. So um, CD Projekt Red came out with their consolidated financial report for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so... In that, it included all the sales numbers and refund numbers for Cyberpunk 2077 for 2020, which yeah. the game only came out on the 10th. Yeah. So there's three weeks worth of fucking right. numbers. Yeah. And it's now nearly May. So we don't have anything for these five months just gone. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. So, But seriously, they yeah. did get hacked and they did get whatever. Yeah, know? they did release a fucked game. So. <laughs> and they've been working their asses off yeah, crunching, which they, they don't do. Crunch, which they said they weren't going to do yeah. and they lied to us repeatedly. But anyway. Apparently they've stopped working on the patches now and they've yeah. now moved their focus back into DLC. Yeah, well, that's a big mistake. Because <laughs> <laughs> it still needs work. Yeah, it probably does. But anyway. And there's so, probably still like couple of guys in the cupboard working on patches yeah but they're like fuck this we need to start making some money yeah let's make the ps5 version and forget yeah. about the fucked version yeah that's right yeah put it to bed. the thing i hate seeing is comments from people online where they're like oh i played a fucking great new game on a seven-year-old console and it didn't work great man 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 <laughs> it's like they marketed it for that console yeah, every right. other game developer can manage Mm. Why can't they? Yeah. Especially when they fucking literally say in like a multi-year marketing campaign that everything is fine. That's right. Like that's just the fucking... It's like when Watch Dogs was announced and then took like three years to release. Mm. They had this massive hype train. By the time the game came out, people were like, okay. Yeah. And Cyberpunk did the same fucking thing. Multi-years of Mm. just like driving everyone's expectations to the fucking ceiling Mm. and through it. And then they release a game that doesn't even fucking work. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Don't blame consumers for thinking that a game is going to work on the console that it's marketed for. Mm. Anyway, so they sold, despite all of that, they <laughs> sold through 13.7 million copies worldwide of the game. Wow. In three weeks. In three weeks. Which is a huge number. Oh, it's insane. 400,000 copies in Australia. Um, mm. They... So the breakdown was something like 7.67 million on PC, 3.84 on PS4, and 2.33 on Xbox. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. So 56%, 28%, 17%. And which doesn't quite add up to 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Thank Mm -hmm. you, Ars Technica, or whoever had that detail. Um, But they reckon... um, you got to keep in mind that the PlayStation Store pulled it on the 18th. So eight days into those 21 True. days, yeah. it was not available digitally on PS4. Yeah, It was still available physically mm. and people who really wanted it 
probably went and got it on exactly. PC or Xbox. That's right. But um, they reckon the total cost of their, what do they call it? Um, Help Me Refund was a program that CD yeah. Projekt Red did to allow people to go directly to CD Projekt for their refunds. Uh, they said that they refunded 30,000 copies through that, which totaled $2.23 million worth of refunds. Wow. But they projected cost of refunds and lost sales total for Cyberpunk 2077 is $51.2 which is a fucking massive number. That is. To yeah. lose. Yeah. In comparison, they... Well, the total sales was $563 million in 2020 which is a bucket load. Yeah. So 10% of that is projected loss. But the projected loss is not just from refunds. It was also... So the breakdown of that 51, uh, 51.2 million is 2.23 million for the Help Me Refund, 10.65 million for refunds made directly to retailers. Wow. So that's a good number. Like mm. Not good, but it's a higher yeah. number. Yeah. Um, and so you can extrapolate 30,000 refunds for 2.23 million if you go add on that extra 10.65, it works out to something like 180,000 total refunds in 2020. That's insane. Which in three weeks. 30,000, I was like, that's a pretty low number, but 180,000, mm. that's a decent number. That is a lot. Because most people would have just gone, ah, fuck it, I'll just keep it anyway. Yeah. They're Especially when it. they reckon 73% were digital sales. Yeah. Right? And most of them, you're looking at, no one's buying it physically on PC, you wouldn't think. You wouldn't think so. It'd be like a very minor amount. So of that 73% of digital sales, you've got that breakdown of the sales was 56, 28, 17 across PC, PS4, Xbox. Mm. When you go to only digital, your 56% for PC probably goes up to like of that 73%, like probably 90% of them were on PC. Yeah. Because you've got Gold, which is run by CD Projekt Red. Mm -hmm. And they push the fuck out of their game on there That's and right. PC people aren't refunding shit. No. And that, it works. Yeah. On PC, it works. So they're all right with it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just some interesting numbers there. I think 180,000 is a lot of refunds. They reckon the game's budget had $315 million. So based on the sales, basically... It paid for itself it, it already in the first three weeks. Almost twice. Yeah, yeah, almost double. So with the refunds, they still made 100 million. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a good um, amount of money. Well, I assume net sales is after refunds are removed as well. Yeah, true. And then they've got five more months worth of selling that game. Mm. And then a future next gen thing. And weren't release. Weren't they only getting asked for ten million to buy back the code? Like wasn't that what the ransom was? Yeah. So fucking pay it. Yeah, you I'm pretty sure they paid it. Fucking dogs. That, no one's talked about it since yeah. that happened, but... Oh, no, someone anonymously paid for it. Yeah. Because they wanted it for $10 million. Yeah. Why sure. would you buy a broken fucking game code for $10 million bucks? <laughs> Dickhead. Easy way to make $10 million, though. You yeah. just have to hack into a multinational hmm. corporation and steal everything they have. Yeah, you'd want to be pretty careful. <laughs> sure, it's fraught Russia. with danger. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so that's Cyberpunk news. I still haven't gone back to play any more of it. No. Uh, I'm waiting for the PS5 version because that's going to work, presumably. Don't hold your breath. I mean, it already <laughs> can't, it pretty much works already. It's yeah, a bit true. buggy. Yeah. But I'll just hold out yeah. until the fucking fully done Fix PS5 the whole thing. version is yeah. out. 
game yeah. of the year version yeah in December yeah exactly <laughs> it's probably what we're waiting for so um, speaking of big fucking games Battlefield EA have announced well DICE came out and announced a new Battlefield mobile game is coming yeah they reckon they've been prototyping it for years to try and figure out what works best mm-hmm. they talked it up yeah a lot yeah so we'll see what happens but they also mm-hmm. announced that uh a new Battlefield game for PC and consoles is coming out holiday mm. this year. Yeah. Hasn't been revealed yet. So no. they're like, it'll be revealed soon. I'm like, well, it's nearly May and exactly. E3's in fucking like five weeks. So that's right. I'm pretty sure together. we know when that's getting announced. <laughs> so they Speaking reckon it's of... their biggest game uh, development team for... ever. Oh, They've really? They've got like two DICE studios and like three other studios all working together on this new Shit. Battlefield game. And they reckon it's the biggest one in terms of number of people working on it that they've ever wow. had. Well, well, let's hope they can get back to being okay. Yeah. Because they kind of dropped the ball for Battlefield a while. 1 I really enjoyed. Mm. Battlefield V I didn't really d- touch at all. Yeah. So... I haven't really played too many Battlefields for years now, to be yeah. honest. You know, and there's just... They just lost something. Mm. You know, and it just... It was a real shame after how great... You bad know, company yeah like you know, even some of the three. Battlefield 3 yeah there was some fucking brilliant games yeah um, they kind of lost it after when they did Hardline I reckon yeah I think that was the start of it too it went to Hardline which was yeah. this totally not like, a Battlefield thing no it was like, like FBI's versus the bad guys and yeah cops yeah. and robbers yeah and it was like hang on a second isn't this, this is Battlefield weird. yeah exactly yeah Battlefield New York yeah <laughs> like you know it just didn't really work for me yeah um, it takes two. A good game that you gave a really glowing. Uh, yeah, five know, out review. of five. Sold um, over a million copies. A million copies. It's not bad. That's not bad at all for an indie game. Yeah, which it is. I mean, it's an EA original, but it's still a fucking indie game. Yeah. But um, yeah, the guy Joseph, whatever his name is, who's the creative director. Yeah. Um, came out and said, "This is proof that people want to play co-op games," which, which is interesting. Yeah, I like, would have do thought we? no do one, we? No one <laughs> likes playing with other people. No, seriously. Hasn't Microsoft been betting on that for like fucking twenty years? Yeah, like play, well, they was, play together. Yeah, you know, like it was something I was reading the other day. It was like there was this whole thing in like the tail end of PS4, Xbox One, where they were like single player games are fucking dead. Wow, you know, with the rise of Fortnite and all of those games and Overwatch, people were like. There's no, no one wants to play single player games anymore. Mm. They're a dying thing. And now you look back and you're like, really? Yeah. God of War. Exactly. Horizon, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Jedi, even Jedi Fallen Order, like Dark Souls. All of the every- Assassin's Creed. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of big games that <laughs> sell single- really fucking well. Yeah. Yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I only bought that to play the single player campaign. Yeah. So um, very disappointed. But in terms of co-op, <laughs> I think if there was more co-op games like It Takes Two, they'd probably be a more popular genre because that game is really well made, mm. really fun. Like I reviewed it last episode, so if you want to hear my thoughts, go and listen if you haven't already. Yeah. But yeah, I just think that game deserves all the sales in the world because it's fucking great. And the more, like if Hazelight, because I'd be interested to know what the sales were for A Way Out. Because that was their previous co-op game. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't nowhere near as good as It Takes Two is. Good. But I think It Takes yeah. Two has gone 
under the radar a little bit as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it got a little bit of marketing, but... Yeah, I haven't really... I reckon EA could have supported it a bit more. Yeah, yeah. But maybe that's their MO with the EA Originals thing. Just, like, support the indies, but don't try yeah. to over... Commit. Well, not overcommit, <laughs> just like just in case. take it away from them. Like it mm. needs to maintain that indie credibility. Yeah. Whereas if EA go, you're part Spending of us now, and on, they spend millions yeah. on marketing and shit, yeah. it loses that certain feeling of an True. indie game. Yeah. But I mean, it takes two doesn't feel like an indie game. It mm. feels like a proper fucking game, triple yeah. A, like fun game. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but congratulations to them. Over a million yeah. sales. That's a good number. For a good game. That's very well played. Um, Sony is trialing the PlayStation Plus video pass in Poland, which is kind of interesting. Like, I reckon this will be something that, you know, another streaming subscription service. They reckon it's included in PlayStation Plus. It'll be interesting. So because they, free, Sony own a shit ton. Yeah. So they've got an entire fucking like division of movies and TV. Mm. So if they just put that on, I mean, they have to work. I think that one of the reasons they're trialing it in Poland is because they probably don't have as many fucking contracts. Yeah. With other streaming companies. Mm-hmm. Cause like coming here, they're going to have massive issues cause they've probably got heaps of agreements exactly. with Foxtel and Netflix and all that kind of yeah, bullshit. That's right. But to be able to have access, cause obviously Xbox are like game bars. We're awesome. Mm. But if, Sony, instead of making a Game Pass, like Game Pass is the natural, like, do that, yeah. please. Yeah. But also, if they just go, we're just going to pivot. And we're going to be and, the entertainment box in the lounge room. Yeah. Now. Remember how you did that with the Xbox <laughs> on and failed? We're going to do, do it and it, not fail. And do it right. Well, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. But so they're stopping, I think it's from August. You won't be able to buy TV shows and movies on the PlayStation anymore. That PlayStation yeah. Video Store is going to be it's gone. Shutting down, yeah. Because yeah. not, I don't know anyone who's ever used it. No, neither do I. Except maybe with a voucher, but I think I've had vouchers for it in the past and still never fucking <laughs> yeah. used it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But if I have access to like, you know, the newest Spider-Man movies and whatever Adam Sandler movies oh. or like, yeah, exactly, the whole back catalog of Sony movies. Mm. For free with my PlayStation Plus. Like, that's a... PlayStation Plus is already good value. Yeah, you're not going to stop paying for PlayStation Plus if they add more free shit. Yeah, exactly. And I may never use it, but I have the option. Yeah, exactly. So that'll be kind of interesting. Because apparently they've just released a thing called Bravia Now or something like that, Sony. Okay. That's their own streaming service that's launching worldwide. Yeah, for TV, like a Netflix competitor. Yeah. With... Their, their thing is their niche is that it's going to be um, IMAX level video, 4K streaming. Wow. So all of the IMAX catalog yeah. of movies and then Sony movies in like 4K. So I don't know what the price point for that is, but if you've mm. got a 4K TV and good internet yeah, may as and well. you like watching fucking movies yeah. in 4K, then probably a good option. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know how they can compete against like a Netflix who can be like, we've got that and all this other shit. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Cause that's the thing, like to, to be able to bring it out in 4k, they need to be able to up render everything that's yeah. not 4k yeah. in order to do that. Yeah. And it's, well, seems... that's their thing. I think their thing is that the catalog is going to be stuff that's already 4k, which is yeah. all the IMAX 
kind yeah, of like true. big screen massive shit so it's a documentary channel <laughs> yeah I guess so <laughs> but yeah I don't know because I think you need to have more to be able to compete in the streaming market that's why yeah. Disney Plus has had success because they jumped in first with just their Disney and Pixar yeah, shit and exactly. you're like this is awesome and then at a point you go well I've watched it like or I'm not interested they're releasing mm. Mandalorian each week yeah going against the grain of Netflix is just dump it no they're, even they're now doing it like most of the streaming services are doing weekly which yeah. is getting really fucking annoying it depends on the show because there's some shows that Netflix have like Riverdale and stuff yeah, like that yeah true which... they just dump the whole season no well Riverdale's yeah. a weekly thing yeah. But it's because it's tied to the CW network in America. So oh, CW okay. air it and yeah. the networks get it day and day. Fair enough, yeah. So yeah. they can't just dump the thing. But like the new Shadow and Bone, the new um, series on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a fantasy one. It looks mm. pretty decent. Came yeah. out on the 23rd. They dumped the whole first season of that. So mm. they still do it with their originals, I think. Whereas Which Disney are just like, nah, we're not yeah. doing that. See, the other ones are the same and they're probably licensing things as well. Like Stan yeah. do it all the time. Yeah. Binge do it all the time. But they're owned by Channel 9 and Channel 10. Yeah. I think. Uh, Stan um, is Channel 9 binge and is Binge Foxtel. is Foxtel. Yeah, that's right. But they have, yeah, they've got contracts and, and yeah. licensing rights with TV channels in America. So, so they like a lot to... of the shit on Stan is like CBS and NBC and shit like that. Yeah, and a lot of things on Binge that I watch are basically HBO. HBO. Yeah. yeah that, that's the quality. Yeah. So watch that shit. Yeah. Mm. I would totally get HBO Max if it was here, but I'm not getting fucking Binge. No. Because it's too expensive. Same as yeah. KO. I've got KO for sports yeah. because it's $5 a month with Telstra, mm-hmm. but that's only for 12 months and then it reverts to like 25 yeah, or 25 something ridiculous. Month. Like, yeah. fuck, I'm not going to pay that. Yeah. Even I if do. I watch every AFL game every week, yeah. I'm still not paying twenty five bucks because, for it. Yeah, you know, to me that's like what five bucks a day yeah. for the game. Yeah, and well, not five bucks a day, but five bucks per game, six yeah. bucks per game yeah. that I watch of the Cats. Yeah, so while I'm happy the season's on, and then mm. outside of the season, I guess do you watch basketball and stuff. like yeah, that? Yeah, I watch the basketball yeah. and sometimes the cricket and yeah. stuff like that. I don't I watch fucking anything. Yeah, yeah fair <laughs> I've, enough. I've got Disney Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime. And I'm like, TV's on, playing PlayStation. Yeah. Like, the kids watch Netflix, the kids watch Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. But the kids ain't watching KO, so there's no reason for me to have it. Anyway, we're a video so, gaming podcast. Finally, uh, in the last piece of news, um, Sony released a PS5 system software update recently, which added the ability to store games for your PS5 yeah. on the external. So, originally yeah. they'd said that you, know, you could load and play PS4 games from an external yeah. as long as it was fast enough and blah 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 yeah. um, but you couldn't store PS5 games on there Yeah. now you can now you can and they now, added a bunch of other shit with their system update as well yeah yeah. but, but it's st- kind of like well you know if you have limited download capabilities you know or a, or a low limit per yeah. month could be a good idea yeah but most like most gamers intelligent gamers that are you know playing these games yeah most people who are hardcore gamers playing their console and downloading shit yeah, are, are going to be unlimited yeah and oh, normally oh, on as fast a possible internet as they can get in their yeah. area it still takes a long time to download the shit but yeah 
So it's better than it used to be though. Yeah. Like they're actually downloading now at full bandwidth. Yeah. No longer is it capped at like yeah. two megabits a they second. They've got their net code to... fixed in the PS5. Yeah. The PS4 had like big issues. Fucking You'd have to go shit. in and fuck around with the settings and then it still wouldn't work and yeah. then it would work and you'd be like, oh, oh, oh no, no, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. So with PS5, it seems to be pretty yeah. decent. So I'm kind of wondering, you know, what the obviously there's a lot more storage capacity you can go up to i think it was a maximum of four terabytes on an external um but at present they really only make up to two terabytes in the the you know the bandwidth yeah you know, capability that they want you to have yeah um so two terabytes is pretty good you can actually yeah. store a fair few games on I've it and move them one, back and forth yeah and i'm fine with it because you've got 700 pretty much on the PS5 yeah. or 620 or whatever it is. Yeah. And then 900 or something on a one terabyte. Mm. So so for most games, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's games like... Call of Duty is the big one. Yeah, 400 gig or whatever. Yeah, ridiculous. 600,000 gig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. But mostly like, you know, because maybe my situation is different to other people, but... The big games that I play, like Assassin's Creed, I think is in the like 80 gig region. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm playing that, I don't flip flop between other games. Same. So yeah. I might have five games installed and I'm only playing one. Mm. So if I add another game to play later, I'll just delete one of the ones that I'm not playing. Yeah. And there's always something there that I'm fine with deleting because... Yeah, because you know, you're not going to have time to go back to. Yeah. yeah. The first or thing that think- I transferred with this new update... Yeah. was Assassin's Creed because I finished the game but there's DLC coming next month. Yeah. So I've moved that onto the external so I don't have to re-download it. So later. that's a good idea. Whereas, yeah. and like Immortals Phoenix Rising, I think their last DLC for that just came out. You yeah. haven't had a chance to play it yet because mm-hmm. I've been playing Outriders. Yeah. But um, that's, if I needed space, that's still on my PS5 hard drive but if I need space, I can shift that over and I've still got plenty of room. I think yeah. I've got like seven PS4 games on the external. Yeah. And yeah. I can still and fit a couple of PS5 games on there. Yeah. So, yeah. not a big deal. That helps. But it is handy to be able to do that so that I don't have... Because, you know, if I go, oh, yeah, I want to play that new Valhalla DLC, mm. the difference is between, like, five minutes to transfer it from an external hard drive or, like, hour six hours yeah. Yeah. or however long it decides to take. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, before we get on to our review of Outriders, I've got a very quick question. And I know Matt can't answer this, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. I can answer um, it. You made a comment before about you know the the lead up to Cyberpunk and how they released the yeah. first videos and discussed it and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Then three years of fucking bullshit, yeah. And everyone was super excited, yeah. And then it all flopped. Um, what the fuck is going on with Beyond Good and Evil Two? <laughs> well, they haven't. They, to be fair. They aren't doing the same thing with that. I no, think no, it's, no. They, it's they very similar to Watch Dogs. Yeah. So I get emails from, if you go to beyondgoodandevil2.com, yeah. I think that's what, or just Google Beyond Good and Evil 2, find their webpage. They have a community thing called Space Monkeys. Yeah. And you can follow that to get updates on the game and stuff like that. But a lot of it is that uh, that program that they did to get the community oh, to yeah, do yeah. art pieces and shit like that. Yeah. So they're still definitely still working on that game. I think it's uh, definitely related to the um, Breakpoint fucking Tom Clancy, whatever that yeah. 
that game mm-hmm. being going poorly yeah. and then they delayed a bunch of games mm-hmm. to not have that same situation. Yeah. So I think they're definitely like holding their cards close to their chest with yeah, Skull and Bones. Yeah, because there's been nearly and, no discussion of yeah, these Yeah, Beyond games. Good and Evil too. Yeah. I got an email recently about it that was like an update, but yeah. it wasn't very in-depth. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know what? I reckon that's one of my predictions for this year's E3. Ubisoft, I think, will announce a release date or a release window for that. They're going to have to do it soon. Yeah. Because I think the very first videos that were shown were in 2017. Yeah, that sounds right. That's I think they did a teaser. Yeah. But yeah. They've, it's a long, it's a That's, been a long run. And, and they, and it looked fucking incredible. Yeah. You know? And to me, the thing that amazes me in game development is that yes, things can take so much longer to do. Yeah. And they do. Like, I'm sure it's not easy to make a computer game. Yeah. You know? To make a good looking, very fun computer game will take even fucking longer. Yeah. But. Especially something like Beyond Good and Evil 2, which looks it looked very, from what we've seen. It looked fucking amazing. And to be fair, Cyberpunk looked really good and had wall running and all that kind of shit that yeah. wasn't in the final version. Yeah. But um, just in terms of the way everything looked in those in the trailers that we've seen mm. for Beyond Good and Evil Two, it looks really good. Oh yeah, and and they're old now. Yeah. You know, like the last big one that came out was 2018. Yeah. And that was like a 12 minute video or whatever it was. Yeah. And that was fucking awesome. But it's all cinematic rendering. Yeah. So. yeah. so it makes me wonder like, you know, at what point do you kind of go, well, fuck, we need to just stop upgrading the textures and shit like yeah. that and release this game, you know? Yeah. I think they'd be there a year ago when they like getting dev kits for PS5 and Xbox Series X and being knowing what the capabilities are yeah. for that gen. Yeah. Um, that's assuming that it's not coming out on previous gens. And I would imagine that you know, they'll they'll make that call and it'll yeah. be... Yeah. I mean, if it's not coming out this year, I think it's yeah. going to be next-gen only if it's yeah, next year. Have to be. Because yeah. I think the next Assassin's Creed will probably be next-gen only. Mm. So yeah. I think they'll leave PS4 behind. I think the one thing that probably the, the developers are having a struggle with at the moment is the fact that there aren't as many consoles out there because of the delays in yeah. parts and stuff. Yeah. Like, if none of that had been a problem, I reckon we'd see way more you know yes you know current gen only games already being you know released i think the working from home with covid has made a big fucking impact as well well it'd be hard to develop a chip at home like you gotta have a clean room yeah you know? <laughs> but i mean just like the making the games themselves yeah fucking oath. but yeah. um yeah. yeah i think beyond good and evil 2 i think is like an aberration from the norm because mm. Which is Every what Cyberpunk year. was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It ended up being an aberration of what they'd said it was going to be. Yeah. But beyond Good and Evil 2, I think Ubisoft probably felt pressured into making an announcement that that game was coming. Not mm. just to open up the floor to the community for the yeah. record or whatever it was thing. Mm-hmm. But like every year or pretty much every time Ubisoft made an announcement of something mm. people would be in the comments being but beyond good and evil too yeah. yeah so like that kind of pressure to announce something but then you look at like one of the things that I was going to put in our list of news but I left out was Sony announced uh, that Sony Interactive Entertainment have um, partnered with this new developer called Firewalk Studios who are made up of like people who worked on, there was like a creative director from Destiny, uh, mm. Apex Legends, 
all these like awesome multiplayer game come like game studios yeah like the best of the best have come together into this group and they're part of this I can't remember what the there's like a group an overarching group that they're a part of and it's like their MO Illuminati yeah yeah their (laughs) MO is like that they'll they want to make a sustainable studio with people focus and all that kind of shit, you know, on the back of all the sexual harassment and crunch and yeah. all that kind of shit. Good so on. these guys have all teamed up. They made Firewalk Studios and they announced a partnership with Sony for exclusive publishing of this their new game. They haven't revealed the name of the game, but it's going to be a multiplayer game. And these guys said, in the post, the guy said, one of my favorite things every day is coming, uh, logging on because they're still all working from home. And one of the ways that they stay connected is when they do their play tests every day of how the game's going. Oh, yeah. They all play online together. That's cool. And so it's a good, fun community. Like, let's play the game yeah. together and have fun. Yeah. So surely that game is very far along if they're doing play tests every playing, day yeah. and having a good fucking time with it. Exactly. You know, so... There's no name announced yet. Presumably the next state of play or somewhere down the track this year mm. will get a reveal. But surely that game's not far away. Interesting. Compared to a like Beyond Good and Evil where they're like... Or, you know, um, a lot of the time, a lot of times developers will do that where they come out and go, hey, we're working on this. We can't talk about it. But yeah. just so you know, we're working on it. Mm. And then four years later, you're like, uh, are you working on exactly. it? Exactly. Is anyone working? Fucking is gone. anyone where still is alive? It? Yeah. <laughs> Is anybody talking to so, me? So yeah, I think it's um, probably a balancing act on how they how they manage their marketing compared to their mm. you know managing the expectations of people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think Beyond Good and Evil Two really needs to fucking come out. Oh yeah, because otherwise the expectations be. are going to outweigh what they can. That's right, exactly. Yeah. In the way that Cyberpunk's did. They didn't help themselves. No, they, they didn't. The fuck game. <laughs> exactly. But, like expectations were so high. It needs to hit it. You need to be like rock star level, yeah, to be able to meet that expectation. Right. Yeah, and they're not there yet. And rock star do that very well. Yeah, it's surprising, isn't it? Yeah, like imagine, it's bizarre. Yeah, anything that rock star do, there would be like ten times the expectation on any other. Team, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, right, and they fucking nail it nearly every time. It's yeah. Unbelievable. There's a thing recently where PlayStation came out and said that they're or like there was a a bit of controversy from some of the smaller studios at Sony because um, I think Bend Studios, who made Days Gone, yeah, the creator of that kind of came out and said some like disgruntled shit about how The Last of Us is getting remake. Oh, yeah. But there's no... Days Days Gone 2 has been like, nah, yeah. they scrapped it. They don't want to make a Days Gone 2. Wow. And so he's like, how the fuck does The Last of Us, that's a fucking seven-year-old game... Mm eight-year-old game get a remake yeah. when my game that sold reasonably well and he mm. came out and was like oh you know consumers should not buy games on sale they should buy them at full price to support the developers and then people were like maybe you should make a game that people want to fucking buy yeah so it was <laughs> controversial because he's like band is a playstation owned studio mm. and yeah. he was like annoyed that days gone Two got overlooked yeah while the last of us remake is getting made but they've come out basically playstation's focus they came out and said ps5 will have more exclusives than any 
um, PlayStation before. Previous, yeah, fair. That's so that's what they're aiming for, but they're yeah. also aiming for only having games of the highest echelon level of quality. Yep. So then all of the smaller studios... That should be without saying, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. should be something that we just expect. Yeah. It's not like we're only going to have good games. Yeah. But it's like the problem is that the smaller studios that don't have the power of like a Naughty Dog to make yeah. a game that's on that AAA level, that's mm. like so good, Yeah, you know? And so those studios are like, well, where do we fit into the PlayStation family if we're not literally not capable of making a yeah. game that's like a high budget mm-hmm. AAA title? Yeah. You know, like a fucking... You someone, need teams. Yeah. Like huge teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you need to have a... You need to have those big budget AAA games and you need to have smaller like mm. puzzle games and indie games and yeah. shit like not indie, but you know, that level, that mid range mm. level of game. Which can be quite good as well. Yeah. You know? So So it's um it's interesting that, you know, like PlayStation probably in the PS three era they had a lot of their games that were like seven out of tens, three and a mm-hmm. halfs. Yeah. And then when it went to PS4, they were like dropping fours and fives. Yeah, all the time. Out of five, yeah. not out of ten. <laughs> but, <laughs> but people are like now used to PlayStation games being these fucking awesome games. Mm. And sure, those seven out of tens back in PS3 days were still really good games. Mm. They're not like masterpieces. Yeah. You still you had like all of the Uncharted games and that kind of stuff. That's right. But yeah, I think... Um, it's interesting to kind of keep note of that kind of stuff. Mm. Well, there's a bit of, of a bit of history in it now. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, Cyberpunk totally just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we were going with that. Yeah. So, right, now we're going to move on to discuss Outriders. Outriders. This is a game that has been out for the better part of a month now. Yeah. Uh, 1st of April, I think it dropped. Um, yep. Made... It's it's a Square Enix game. Yeah. Um, put together, people, people can, fly. can fly. Yeah, you'll yeah. never forget that. Yeah, no, fuck no. <laughs> um, and it's actually made on the Unreal Engine four, which yeah. is fucking still pumping out great yeah. games. Yeah, it's a good looking game. It is. Some of the character models are a bit like eh, mm. weird. Yeah. Um, and your character creation, I I ended up changing what my character looked like because she I went a female. Yeah. And you have like five choices of face or something. Yeah, there's not a lot. And just one of the ones. I was like, oh yeah, that one looks good. And this haircut. And it was like a fucking ball on the back of her head. Oh yeah. Of hair. Yeah. And then every time I had a cutscene, I was like... Mm. <laughs> because the weird thing is, like during the game, there's the armor and shit that you put on the helmet normally. Yeah. And then <clears throat> whenever there's a small cutscene, even if it's just opening a door or kicking a door in yeah the helmet's gone the helmet's gone and and then it's back on again and it's like fuck who's that yeah (laughs) my character doesn't look like that what are you doing yeah yeah so it's a bit weird yeah but um so it's an online game yes well it's it's kind of it's single player but also like capable of three player co-op so it's a loot shooter like destiny and all of those type of games the division Mm. and stuff like that it's very destiny like a lot yeah. Um, and so the concept is you are an outrider who is a sort of a soldier in the group called Outriders who basically Earth's fucked. Yeah. Uh, humans have decimated the planet with it, war and now. just being yeah. shit cunts. Yeah. And so they get up. <laughs> 
So they all get up on this ship, the Flores, and go out in cryogenic freezing themselves mm. and fuck off to another galaxy. Yeah. They find this planet called Eunuch. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, the Outriders are the first ones to go down on the planet. Their job is to make sure that everything's safe for the rest of the yeah. colonists to come down. Because they don't, like, they know that it can sustain life. Yeah. But they've you, never been there, so they don't yeah. know what kind of life is already there. Exactly. Yeah. So they get down there and then they realize that it's super inhospitable, which is a great twist. Yeah. Who would have seen that yeah. coming? They get yeah. there and they're like, oh shit, there's a storm that like literally tears people into a thousand pieces yeah. when it hits you. Like a massive electrical storm. Yeah. yeah. They call it the anomaly. Mm. Um, but it turns some people into altered. Yes. Who are, and it gives you special powers. So, And that's what one of your characters is. Yeah, Isn't that amazing? Like yeah. so coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so I don't you, want to go too much into how this, how that story plays out because I really like the twists and turns that it takes. Yeah. But basically you get powers and then you have to go and um, try to help get food and stuff for the colonists who are there after. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without going too much into it. Yeah. But so in terms of gameplay mechanics, I think for a loot shooter, I think this is probably the best loot shooter I've ever played in terms of requiring you to actually care about what gear you have. Yeah, it does. That's probably like, the biggest thing for me about yeah, Outriders. It's really what sets it apart from the the obvious connection that it had with Destiny. Yeah. Like, Destiny was great fun. Yeah. But it kind of only had... You get new gear, you upgrade. Yeah. You know, just so you're constantly hitting the highest level that you yeah. possibly can. You can min-max it a bit with in terms of, like, the bonus abilities on weapons and gear and stuff in destiny yeah, yeah. but you didn't need to no like in right. general you could just pick the stuff mm. that has the highest number yeah whereas i find in outriders i'm really like paying attention to what mods my gear has mm-hmm. and how yeah. everything interacts together yeah and so there's mods that there's like over 150 mods or something over 200 mods that you can get across your weapons and armor mm. And, and and some of them are useful. Some of them don't seem to be useful depending yeah. on the way you play the game. Yeah. Which makes a huge difference to me because... Absolutely. I like to play the game a certain way. Um, there's some times that I like to run in. Other times I like to stand back. Yeah. You know, it, it really demands a different you know, approach. Yeah. And sometimes each level demands a different approach. Exactly. So I think that's really interesting that you can kind of customize your gear and all that stuff yeah. to, to really attract what you need to in that yeah. in that section. So. It's definitely very overbearing, I think, with how many options there are. Yeah, it can be. But um, I think it's balanced enough, it's kind of paced enough that you can just do that, put the biggest number stuff on. Mm-hmm. For the earlier levels, you just yeah. go, oh, that's a higher number. I'll put that on. I'll put that yeah. on. But yeah. then as you're getting more and more difficult, it's like paced really well that you can start like taking mm. note of things. Yeah. Um, I found that I was paying a lot of attention to stuff really early on, which yeah. I don't normally do. I normally mm. am like, pick the best thing and fuck off yeah. and go kill stuff. Yeah. So, But I was the same. And there's, there is a lot of, obviously with these games, kind of games there always is but there's a lot of different types of weapons yeah there's not that much customizable you know 
things that you can change in the weapon itself. Yeah. Um, you can add different perks, which we just spoke about. Yeah, the mods. The mods, but you can't really change the weapon too much. You can level them up. Yeah. Um, they each have three different variants, I think, which are but like burst fire, full auto, or single shot. Yeah. That kind of thing. Not, mm. not that specifically, yeah. Yeah. but like there's, you know, they all have stability, range, damage, magazine that's about it which is standard yeah. and then you, those three options just rejig those mm. sort of stats yeah. of the weapon you can't add like you can add silenced shooting yeah but you can only have one of three like you can have standard you can have like a, a slight boost to range or the silence yeah. and that's it yeah you know, but you it's can't, not like you pick up a fucking like front grip and add it onto your yeah that's right like you that. can't put a silencer on or you can't put a scope on a weapon you yeah know, there's none of that there's it's a lot of the rifles that i picked up and i'm like damn i wish this had a scope on it yeah yeah which is annoying and there, but, there's a lot like that which to me kind of one of the things that i find really annoying in these games is that you your character as you're playing will find certain guns and you'll get used to them. Yeah. You know, and you're not using them for long periods of time, but there'll be a mod on it that you're like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like within another hour or two of playing the game, it's so underpowered that yeah. you can't use it anymore. You literally yeah. cannot use it because it's you not can, doing enough damage. You can level them up yeah. at the same place you do the mods, but early on, the um, material that you need to be able to do the leveling up is really limited. Yeah. So, and I do find that trying to level up those guns, they're always way behind compared to what you're currently picking up. Yeah. So just to be able to go and get things to be able to mod the gun back to your current level, yeah. which would make a huge difference to the weapon. Yeah. Um, yeah, you really end up getting behind in damage. Yeah. And that hurts. Yeah. You know, the further you I play. I think it's a good way to encourage you to use different weapons though, mm. because you don't really have much choice yeah so um one of the things that this game has is the accolade system yeah. which is basically it's just a leveling it's another leveling system sort yeah. of where you just get bonuses and rewards for hitting different milestones yeah so great for completionists like me kind of boring for anyone else because really it's just flags yeah. and shit that yeah. have really nothing to do with the game except for yeah you know, emojis almost yeah you know. emojis and um and customization stuff but it's cool to be able to like go oh, okay so there's tiers of um you know kill 25 people with this weapon then yeah. it goes up to kill 100 mm. kill 500 yeah so um that's cool. A good. That's sort of a good reason for you to keep swapping weapons if you want to do that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and also, just like using different weapons, you find different mods and shit like that's that. Right. So, mm. I think it's a little bit annoying when. So the main thing that makes it annoying for that is the world tier system, yeah. which I think is a really great system. But yeah. in terms of like what you're talking about with your damage becoming mm-hmm. irrelevant. Yeah. Um. So the world tier is basically... So you're leveling up your character, which gives you hit points, class points for different skills. Shield points. Yeah. All kinds of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So I don't have shield with yeah. my class. Okay. So there's four different classes. Four? Three. Three. I think. I think there's four. Okay. 
We'll anyway, there's a multiple there's multiple different uh, <laughs> altered classes that you can have. So you yeah. pick one at the beginning and that's you for the whole game. Yeah. You can't change. Which is kind of annoying because it'd be nice to be able to right at the start just try them. Try different ones. But you can't. Yeah, without starting new characters. Yeah, and, and getting into a game where you're required to invest so much time to lock you in right at the start yeah. without knowing any of the differences between them. Yeah. To me, is really fucking it's annoying. A, it's a bit shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so the world tier system is... Um, so you level up your character with experience points. But as you're playing, you level up the world tier as well. And so you'll start on world tier one. Yeah. Which is, I think, enemy levels minus two and a bunch of other like modifiers. There's enemy yeah. level loot rate, loot drop rates. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So then you'll level that up. As you kill monsters, every time you die, your world tier level, the the little bar, XP yeah. bar, drops a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's a really good way of balancing you so that you're always playing at a, at a difficulty level that you can yeah. withstand, yeah. basically. And then you'll hit a new world tier. When you fill up that bar, you go to world tier two, where enemy levels are minus one, the loot rate drop is slightly higher. And then um, world tier three is level enemy like level neutral. zero yeah. neutral yeah. and then every level after that every tier after that is plus one more in their difficulty yeah. so mm-hmm. what's happening is and it goes up to 15 yeah so yeah. world tier 15 is the max I'm up to 10 now just about 11 mm-hmm. and um, world tier 8 I found I stayed on for really ages Yeah, but it works out that it's actually really well balanced because the gear that you're picking up is a higher level because you're on a higher tier. Yeah. And as you pick it up, you start doing more damage. Mm-hmm. So you start succeeding in battles more. Yeah. And then you fill a world tier and then you go to the next tier and your weapons are a bit less effective against yeah. enemies than they were. Mm-hmm. So then there's a constant challenge to it. Yeah. And I've definitely found some monsters, some bosses and stuff where I'm just like getting creamed. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I'm like three quarters of the way through World Tier 8 and I go into this fight and I just get annihilated no matter what I do. Yeah. And um, so then the good thing is that you can just drop back to a previous yeah. World Tier. You can play the whole game on World Tier 1 mm. and not worry about it. Well, that's the, that's the one thing that I really appreciate about this because there are times when, you know, you are just running up against a brick wall constantly. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't happen that often. Like you, you're rewarded a lot in this game for your power and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But there are some times when, like I was saying, that you've got to approach things differently, and yeah. you go into these fights with the same mentality of the fight that you had previously, and you get destroyed. Yeah. And then after two or three attempts, thank you God this game, you know, it, it loads really quickly on the PlayStation Five. So I'm really impressed with yeah. that. Um, but you do start to get the hang of it and you're like, okay, well, I'm getting stuck here. I need to move over to this section or yeah. you know, I need to be smarter about how I'm facing these guys, not yeah. maybe straight on, hang back a little bit more, exactly. you know, whatever. And then you, you go get in. to know what abilities the enemies have because each yeah. boss is can be vastly different from oh, the last yeah, boss. Yeah, very much so. so and there's some you know, sections where, uh, like there's this one, it's like a worm, you know, that you're fighting. Yeah. Like a... Uh, it's a pretty weird spider-looking like spider thing. Worm yeah, thing. thing. Yeah. And that anyway, was like a three-tiered battle. There's not very many battles in the game that are that like are that. that. Big, yeah. Same. Where it like 
so the enemies all have sort of chunks of health on their health bar. Yeah. And that particular one, every time a health chunk went away, mm. it went to a different... It was almost like a World of Warcraft boss fight. Yeah. In terms of like each sort of It'd phase. Almost. There was like phases of yeah. the fight. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of them are like, you finish a health chunk and they just summon more enemies to fucking annoy you. Yeah, yeah. But which, that one Which is kind of good because you, a lot of the powers that you have replenish health. Yeah. So you fight, 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 fight. You're getting your ass kicked. Yeah. And then you just get it down to that level and then a whole bunch of the minions come out and, and you, you just and destroy them and get a lot of health back. Yeah. Um, but sometimes that doesn't work because you're focusing on the big monster yeah, and you're exactly. not killing the little ones. I've, but That yeah. big spider looking thing, I think that was the turning point for me. Yeah. Because it was reasonably early in the game. Mm. Yeah. And I got to that boss fight and then I was just like, wow, mm. this is fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so after that, I was fully invested. Yeah. But then I haven't had many fights that are... I don't think there's any other battles that are like that that no, I've come across. not that I've come across. Like, there's ones where you fight a bird and, you know, some things like that where yeah. they, they kind of pretend to be... They might be interesting, but yeah. they're not. Yeah. And they don't change. Like <clears> that <throat> one, which I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah. That changed. That was like, very cool. Literally a totally different fight. Like yeah. the, the enemy changed who they were yeah. and it was early on. And, yeah. you know, but in the third section of that one, because you're inside this, uh, like a, a volcano, basically, yeah. um, the ground is being destroyed around you as well. So you're running out of space to run, a, run away from yeah. it. And I got to that third section. It would have been probably four or five times. Yeah. And it's just so fucking hectic. There's so much going yeah. on. You've got to pay attention to the floor, where the enemy is, yeah. where the minions are coming from. Yeah, because it's all happening at once. Yeah. And it, it was so confusing because it's the only time in the game to that point where you needed to actually give a shit about what was going on around you. Yeah. And it kind of fucked me up. You know, and I was just like, why do I keep dying here? Like, yeah. I'm running out of space. The, the monster doesn't stop its, like, full attack kind of thing and I'm you know I yeah. was dying so quickly but anyway it, to me that was a big changer of the game as well you know you yeah. don't come across that kind of thing too often in a game yeah and I enjoyed that fight so yeah. that was good and then you'll go to a boss fight immediately after that and you've got to take two or three deaths maybe to learn mm. how that boss attacks you yeah. you know he might pull out some kind of attack move that you just never get seen. completely blindsided by yeah. and you're like yeah. well okay Mm. I guess I dodge that next time. Yeah, exactly. You know, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. I think it's, it's really well made. They they do a, a thing about, you know, the, well, some of them are monsters. Obviously, we've talked about you fighting. Yeah, there's monsters and humans. And humans yeah. and humanish, you know. Aliens, but, yeah. yeah. But there's like parts of it where, you know, you're fighting and it's like, wow, this thing is just ridiculously good. You know, like there's a fight fair bit later in the game where you are fighting against somebody who is semi on your team and yeah. they get changed yeah. and then all of a sudden they want to kill you. So yeah. the fight's on. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was, it was insane. Like all of a sudden, like I'm supposed to be this big badass, And this and, other person's way more powerful. Yeah, way more powerful. Yeah, and I was every like, shot that they what shot, the fuck? They, they hit me with their yeah. bullets constantly. And I'm like, yeah. how the fuck am I supposed to do anything? Why can't I be that good? <laughs> yeah. You know? I've been doing this for ages. Yeah, that's right. And you just get powers and you're immediately a master of them. This yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. 
So anyway, there's times like that where you just kind of go, yeah. fuck. And you guy. can just dial back the world tier yeah. to the lower level and then you have an easier time of it. You can turn it all the way. Like I said, if you're on world tier eight and you turn it down to world tier one, oh, yeah. you will fucking one shot everything. Yeah. It's yeah. like ridiculous. Mm. Whereas, you know, if you go from world tier eight down to like a six or five, yeah, you'll, still you'll be, be challenged, far better, but, but yeah. still be challenged. Yeah. So it's actually really well balanced, I think. It is. There's, I yeah. mean, there's some fights that you come across where you're just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But in general, um, you know, and then there'll be like, you'll pick up a gun that has a mod that you haven't seen before and it just does buku fucking end yeah, damage. damage, yeah. And you'll go, like, I think the, the breaking, I was on World Tier 8 for ages. Yeah. And then I got this new weapon that was just a fucking beast mode gun. Yeah. And I, the next thing I know, I was world tier 10. So mm. I jumped two world tiers in wow. basically no time. Yeah. Because I was just like, nothing could come at me. Yeah. And now I'm on world tier 10 and I've changed guns a couple of times and I've still been maintaining that sort of level. Mm-hmm. So I'm challenged and like, I'll have a hundred enemies coming at me and surrounding me. And I've got to break away and not get caught up. Yeah. And that's the moments where you're just like, you kill everything and you're like super satisfied. Yeah. Because it's actually challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had some times where big monsters have been stuck on a rock and I've blown <laughs> them away. And I love that because mm. it makes a change from the times where you go up against where a big monster and a you've got to take four or five tries to beat yeah. him. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, this is difficult, but I know I can do it. Mm. And then you get one where it's like, oh, this is fucking easy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So well, it kind of surprises me too, like the amount of times that you'll you'll take those three or four deaths and you'll get better and better, yeah. and then you get them down to like the, the tiniest little margin, and then all of a sudden you get like scratched by a tree and you die because yeah. you got fuck all left. Um, so My worst die. one is where like I get them down to really low hit hit points, yeah, and I'm like, sweet, I'll just shoot them. Yeah. And they're coming at you mm. and you're shooting them, shooting them, shooting them and then they just nail you because <laughs> yeah. you've been like arrogantly standing there like, I'll finish you off here. <laughs> yeah. And then they just wipe you out and you're like, yeah, okay. Oh, I deserve that. Stupid idiot. <laughs> but then you go into the next round and you last five seconds. Yeah. It's like they're pissed off that you nearly beat them and they're like, I'll fucking teach you a lesson here. Yeah. You go in and they're just like, boom, boom, boom. And it's like, fuck, I died already? Yeah. Like, how did this happen? But yeah. It, and the AI is really smart, I find as well. Like yeah. there's some times where I found them just sitting and waiting. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times they will try to flank you. Yeah. If you don't hang back far enough. Yeah. Like if you push up, you'll quickly find enemies behind you. Oh, yes. Yeah, so very quickly. That's and they'll really literally good. run around a way that you wouldn't have even seen, you know, yeah. like a, a, another route to get to behind you so yeah. that you can be flanked. And it's yeah. like, holy fuck. Like, Which is really yeah, cool. There's not many games that do that. Yeah. Mm. So I think Outriders, in terms of the mechanics, it does a lot very differently from things we've seen before. The world tier system, I think, is a masterpiece yeah. of an implement implementation mm-hmm. yeah. of a difficulty. And then you've got the leveling up and everything that's all rpg elements that are pretty standard but Mm. then like the ai the enemies there's a vast sort of selection of enemies that you come up against as well yeah which is really refreshing Mm. and even the story at first the story was a bit like we talked about this i think on the last episode a little bit Maybe, yeah. or we've at it, least talked seen, to each other about it, where it was yeah, like, very this is melodramatic, really, yeah, yeah cliched and yeah. garbagey. Mm-hmm. 
And the more I play through it, I'm so I'm starting to so there's heaps of journal entries and stuff that you yeah. find that open up the lore of the world to you. Mm-hmm. But just in terms of the base story, I'm like I'm not fully invested in it like I would be in a game like God of War or something that has yeah. like a high level story. Mm-hmm. But it's at a point where I'm like curiously interested enough to keep going. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen next. Mm-hmm. Not like oh my God, what the fuck's next? This yeah, is exactly. amazing. Yeah. But I'm like, just held on enough to mm-hmm. for that side of it as well. Yeah. So. Well, I, I was actually going to laugh last night. I, I was sitting there playing the game and I'm like, I've been playing this for two and a bit weeks. Yeah. Maybe a bit longer. Um, enjoying it, having a good time. But when you first start the game, you get introduced to this storm. This yeah. anomaly storm that just yeah. fucks up everything. Yeah. No mention of it since. Yeah. yeah. Like there was slight mentions of it, of this is it's, what it does. Yeah. But it would have been like in the hours and hours and hours and hours and You'd hours that I've played. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, this storm doesn't happen very often. Yeah. You know? like, And then all of a sudden this morning I'm playing and there's a storm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So there was one, but it's. It doesn't affect the game. Yeah. It's actually totally cutscene related and yeah. totally irrelevant to yeah. actual gameplay. You'd think there'd be times where you like get a timer pop up being like, you need to find cover. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think that would get annoying. Maybe that was something that they thought about and, and they, they were like, no, that's maybe shit. Because yeah. you can't fight in that storm because it like obliterates people. Yeah, that's right. And what's the yeah. effect? I don't know. Anyway, so I'm kind of yeah. glad that they made the decision, but I've noticed the same thing. I'm yeah, like, where the fuck's this It seemed like a storm? huge plot hole to me. Like, yeah. I was like, fuck, that's the thing that we've got to be worried about at yeah. the start of the game. It's like, that's the thing. Yeah. You know, don't worry about all the bad stuff that's in the world. That's the thing that's going to fuck us up. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's like, well, it's just gone away. Yeah. You know, it's like rain in Queensland. It doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. You know, it used to happen. doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So. So, um, so some of the, we've, we've been pretty positive about the game. Some of the negatives are there's on, um, on the PS4 and PS5, there apparently is some issues we've both come across with signing yeah. in where yeah. it hangs on the sign in mm. and you have to take a few more tries of closing yeah. the game and turning it on that, I find really fucking annoying. Yeah, same. But once you're in the game, it's generally pretty good. I've I've come across some bugs here and there. Yeah, there's been some minor bugs in um, the game, but not many. Yeah. Thank God. There's a bug with... Um, so the maps in the game don't give you any direction. No. So it's actually even hard sometimes to see where you are yeah. on the map. Like there's so, a couple of just arrows that are pointing like little tiny... And that arrows. just is like what region you're in. Yeah. So you go into a map and it'll have five or six sections for the area that you're in and you can't go to the outer world map unless you're at your car. Yeah. So the way that it works is there's a wider world map Mm -hmm. and then there's places that you can visit along that and then you go into them and they have their own areas. Yeah. And you can only go... Kind of like the planets in Destiny. Yeah. And you can fast travel from one section of a map to another, but you can't fast travel to another region without going back to your vehicle. Yeah. And there's some story points where it refuses to let you do that, yeah. where you cannot travel to other regions mm-hmm. because, like, your car's broken down or something. Where it would make sense for them to be like, "Oh, the car's broken down. We got to fix it." And then you're like, "Let's go!" Yeah, and you're like, "So yeah, jump in." Yeah. But um, I found that to be a bit annoying in mm. terms of having to 
fucking fast travel more than you know instead of having yeah. one fast travel you've got to do two and, but, and to be honest this would really piss you off if you were playing on a playstation 4 yeah because the load times on there are way 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 longer than they yeah. are on the ps5 yeah, you can only imagine yeah. yeah and it would be absolutely ball breaking i reckon yeah to go through that at least Whereas on, on the PS5, PS5, it's like super fast. Yeah, it's like two or three seconds between areas. Yeah. Which is not too bad. It's pretty minor. Yeah. But still, yeah. you know, it would be really fucking irritating yeah. otherwise. So the bug is where um, occasionally you can press up on the D-pad to bring this little line that guides you to a place. Yeah. And sometimes it gets confused between checkpoints where mm-hmm. you're aiming at. Yeah. It'll send you... Like I had one where I was trying to go to this hunting mission where you've got to kill a rare monster yeah and every time i pressed up it just took me back to the main flag mm-hmm. to like teleport to a different region yeah and i'm like it's well, definitely in like, this region yeah like i'm here mm. so yeah. there's that and, and there's, the login thing but they're pretty minor they are pretty minor yeah so and there's been some it hasn't happened very often but there's been some very minor bits where it just won't let you progress to the next section yeah like you know you've got to get between two walls or you've got to lift up a log or something yeah and it's, and it's a like, cut scene but it doesn't give you the option yeah to do it. you just can't enter into there and yeah. you know the next thing you need to do is in there but you can't do it so yeah. and that may not be a glitch it may be that you've got to go back to reactivate that yeah kind of thing you know like, i found that um if you press the start button and you bring up the little like world tier menu yeah you can click go back to lobby and, oh, it, yeah. and it, re- it says unsaved progress will not be saved. And but, you're like, yep, yeah, cool. Yeah. Go back in and it fixes up the issue. Okay. And because the load times are so short, yeah. you can do that reasonably quickly and it puts you back exactly where you were oh, that's really, right. really quickly as opposed to closing the whole game and restarting yeah. the whole game. Yeah, or yeah. fast traveling back to you know the main areas. Yeah. 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 So, But in general, I'm having a really good time with it and mm. I'm surprised by how much of a good time I'm having with it. Well, the funny thing that I also wanted to um, to touch on as well was we played multiplayer, you know, co-op oh, yeah. very early on. We were both on World Tier 1. Yeah, at um, like level 2 or 3. Yeah, or very early on. And now I'm 22, you're 25, level, 30. I'm level 30, level yeah, 30. I'm World Tier 10. Yeah. So. so, yeah, it's it's been hours since. Yeah. Um, and there was a huge difference between playing single player and playing in co-op. Co-op, in like, terms of difficulty. Yeah, yeah, like it went from kind of easy yeah. to, fuck, this is hard. Yeah. You know, and there was only two of us, and I'm wondering if that's because you can have three. Yeah. I was wondering if there's like a, a, you know, a coding issue where it's like, oh, you're playing co-op? We're putting it at that level. Yeah. You know, which a third person would have actually really fucking helped. Yeah. But when it was only the two of us, it was excruciating in yeah. some some parts and that was really yeah. hard and that like I've come across fights in single player that are in that sort of level of difficulty that we had when we were playing co-op yeah and then like the next one is real easy like we've mentioned yeah and so I'm wondering if maybe if we tried again mm. in co-op because surely it's not like I don't know I think there's been a couple of updates to the game since we started as well it's on 102 so, now I yeah think. so yeah. I think Maybe we should try it again and see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, we've got a vast level difference. I yeah, think true. if you... Because there's a host. Mm-hmm. One player is the host and then the others join it. Yeah. I think it, 
the world tier and everything is set around what the host's level is. Okay. So as long as you're hosting, my higher level shouldn't fuck you over too much. Well, I'll much. put it on um, world level one. And, and we'll just smoke we'll just everything. just fucking destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> just blast through the game in 10 minutes. <laughs> Speed run. Yeah. So, interesting. yeah. I, um, I'm really enjoying this game. And yeah, I am too. I'm yeah. more than happy at this point. Haven't quite finished the story, but I'm yeah. getting close, I'm pretty sure. I'm a fair way beyond where you're at. Yeah. And I'm still pretty, haven't. I've nearly... The thing that you can tell how far through the story you are is the world map yeah. that shows all the different regions. Mm. And if you scroll to the right with the right stick, it's all like clouded over. Yeah. And you unlock more as you move across. So the forest is still quite early. Oh, it's okay. about halfway yeah. in terms of that map. The tail end isn't as packed with regions as the first bit was because mm-hmm. it's sort of like zigzagging and really tight yeah, along the yeah. path. And it fucking like... There's there's other areas off to the sides and shit. So the tail end is like a lot less regions, Mm -hmm. but um, fewer regions. But yeah, yeah, you've still got a little bit of a ways to go. Cool. I'm think I think I'm probably maybe two regions from the end. Wow. Okay. So well, I mean, at this point, apart the story's really like taken off though. Oh, good. Yeah, because it needs to. Like it's it's getting to the point where there's a few twists that I can see about to happen. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's kind of like a, meh, let's just yeah. get it on, you know, let's just get me to the next section. Yeah. You know, like in Aliens, the movie, all I need to know is where they are and I'll go kill them. You yeah. Know, that's the whole fucking point of this yeah. game, but it's actually got a fairly decent story that I'm starting to get yeah. into a little bit. So, yeah. Um, at this point, very minor kind of bugs, small issues, maybe a few gameplay designs that, I particularly don't appreciate, yeah. but need to be there for the sake of the game yeah. as well. But then they're um, offset by gameplay mechanics that are there that are like, wow, yeah, that's really yeah. fucking smart. So for me at the moment, I'm more than happily going to give this a four and a half. Yeah, four yeah. and a half. Yeah, is what I'm thinking. It's not as well. quite the perfect game. Yeah, but yeah, I'm loving it. I'm enjoying. It. I want to play it constantly. Yeah, you know, and to me, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's our review. Four and a half drop bears um, out of, of the course five. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not ten. Yeah. So that that with that said, uh, that'll bring us to the end of the uh, podcast today. We did Episode it. Episode one eighty one is now down and done. Um, if you want to send us your thoughts on this Outriders game or, or anything, anything else, about, you can yeah. send it to podcast at dropbeargaming dot com or hit us up on our socials. You can do that too if you want. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Tell your friends about us. Hopefully that, that you know that we're all right, not yeah. just wankers. Uh, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> they were talking about like some real inappropriate shit at the start. I wasn't too sure about it. <laughs> Didn't get much better the whole hour and a half. Yeah. But anyway, I listened. That's we've all got, we need. We've got like um, Returnal coming out in four days now. Mm. PS5 exclusive, which... Looks interesting. Looks yeah. very different mm. from anything I've seen before. Yeah. So uh, we'll be looking at that. And then Mass Effect Legendary Edition yes. is only like three weeks away. Not far at all. Which I'm pretty keen for. Oh, so yeah. We've got plenty to talk about yep. this year. And we've got E3 coming Just up soon. So yeah, catch us on the flip side. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.